four, three, two, rewind. Rise of the Fallen, MMO Quests Pantheon. Once again, time to pledge. Very excited. We're here to talk. Let's get this party to share your thoughts. Co-host Derek. Weekly Adventures. Co-host Desiree. We're almost professional. Full disclosure. <laughs> uh, dangerous combination. Creating content and optimizations. Got a lore video coming. Cannot wait. Which is all about drone fast and some sort of a cake. Mail on a Sunday. News and notes. Schedule for this week. Hot cocoa. All these people supports the show. Adventuring party. Are uh, you ready? Let's go. Let me take a deep breath. Hello, people of Terminus. Welcome to the Pantheon Plus Rewind our weekly podcast that covers everything from Pantheon Rise of the Fallen. This week, we happily dive into the developer livestream. We tackle some facts with Drac, we spotlight our community, and get wiser with Wizen's fan fiction. If last week was bitter coffee, this week is sweet tea. So lift up your weary heads and join me, Desrin, and my hopeful co-host, Theric, for this week's Rewind. All right, I alluded to it in the intro, but uh, man, I'm really glad that we get to go over some some good stuff today. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling much more hopeful and uh, much more bright than I than we were. I think uh, we both maybe were last week. Yeah, <laughs> I love I love I love a good hopeful. You know, especially Fridays. I, I don't know about you, but for me, Fridays are always like ever since I was in school. The best part of the week is like the end of the day on Friday when like school's done and or work is done now. And it's like, it's the longest point between now and when you have to go back to that. (laughs) It's like, it's like like walking into like a a open field of, you know, sunny sunshine. And it's like, just the best feeling. Yeah. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely glad we're, we're getting back to this. I like, you know, they say like controversy and and negativity kind of sells, so to speak, but you know, sure. we're, we're, of course, we're still always dedicated to just giving our honest thoughts, but I'm just glad that we, we get to be like upbeat this week. So just to set the yeah, stage man. a bit, right? <laughs> yeah, man. It feels like just getting back to who we are. Right? Yeah. It just feels like slipping back into your natural mode. You know, like sometimes you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta make sacrifices. You gotta do things that are sort of outside your comfort zone because it's the right thing to do. But when it's, uh, you know, when you're just feeling feeling good, you just want to feel good, and you just want to be yourself. So yeah. that's, I think that's where we're at. And you know, you know what else feels good? Yeah, what announcing <laughs> our adventuring party? Oh, that was a good one. Ah, that, was, yes. <laughs> that was a good, pretty, one. Sweet. Um, pretty sweet. So we've got Ziplocks on the Dark Rogue, Sparrow on the Elf Ranger, Bounty Code on the Human Wizard, Screech on the Scar Bard, Wiki Woo on the Human Enchanter, Shuriken on the Dwarf Cleric, Horsesaurus on the Human Warrior. Churro Dude on the Halfling Direlord, Fury Wrath on the Archive Summoner, Baveho on the Gnome Wizard, Asera Avienda on the Elf Ranger, Galarain Moonsong on the Elf Ranger, and Annoying Llama on the Human Monk. Yep, as always, thank you so much, everybody, uh, for being on our adventuring party and uh, and supporting the show. It's uh, it always feels good. This is a a, a good way to start the show because it like sets the stage for me. I think. <laughs> yeah it's like it's like the gratitude sort of sets the tone for the rest of the experience i I, I like that too. exactly feel it and uh and if you guys would like to join the adventuring party uh, of course we have our patreon uh, link below and if you'd like your name on the scrolling banner throughout the show you can drop a super chat uh during the premiere or super thanks uh in the comments and 
I guess that's I, I don't know. I'm just I'm stoked to actually talk about this stuff. So I'm not trying yeah. to rush, not trying to rush, but now let's get l- to let's, it. Yeah, it's let's fun. get to it, Derek. This week in Visionary Realms News and Notes. All right. So yeah, it, it might be Sunday when you're hearing this, but like I said in the intro, uh, this is Friday for us. And uh, that means the VR monthly development update, which went down last night, that being Thursday, February 9th, uh, just, just happens fresh in our minds. So we're going to start with that. Um, and let's, you know, this was a very efficient update, which I, I really appreciated, uh, Desiree. I think a lot of, a lot of stuff was shown in a very short amount of time. And I had such a long day yesterday. Like I was working. Yeah. Like I was from the time I got to work until the time I left, I was going and then streamed for two hours before watched the VR stream, did the P plus you afterwards. So I want to give a very special thanks to VR for this unexpected gift of a, uh, a little brevity in the, uh, in the VR. (laughs) Thank you for not wasting my time. (laughs) Yes. Thank you for not (laughs) making me stay up till 1030 last night. I appreciate it. I also just loved the structure of it, actually, where they showed the video. They talked about it again with the video replaying underneath their commentary. Thank you, Ronick, for suggesting that throughout the show because yep. that was very helpful. Um, you know, Des, I was basically running on fumes at the end of the day, but this was a very manageable uh, stream. So I really appreciate it. 100% so, agree on all points. Yeah. So let's let's dig into it a little bit and see uh, talk about what we saw. So the first uh, video that they showed, we got some visual updates of the areas of uh, Wild's End uh, that we saw last year. Uh, you'll recall that we saw a stream last year where they took us on like that tour of the Galt Aussie ruins and uh, the area leading up to the gate. That was the one where uh, Minus was running around and sort of like just uh, flyover stuff. And uh, the timing of it is is actually pretty cool for them to show us this right now um, because. Um, with this month's VIP um, only event, which was uh, last week, uh, Ronick mentioned that uh, Jan made a lot of comments in that about the lore of this area. A spoiler alert! So, yeah. spoiler alert! Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna actually take a little sidebar here and note that that VIP event is gonna become public release. It's gonna be released to the public. Uh, they said that because parting the veil this month of February has been canceled, they uh, they are compensating by that by, in the spirit of Valentine's Day, <laughs> showing their love for the community and releasing <laughs> Bring Out Your Devs to the public. And like I said, it features a lot of lore in this area. So that's pretty sweet, right? Yeah, it, it's, it's really cool. But it, I mean, it does kind of mean that we're not getting that Nafel talk like I was kind of hoping, right? Um, yeah, but, yeah. You know, I'm pretty happy that this one's going public for 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 reasons. <laughs> yeah, for reasons. <laughs> There's a lot of good reasons that it's going public, and uh, this being the primary one that uh, we're going to sort of. So, what I'm going to do, and maybe you want to do this too, if you're listening to this, is sort of use it as a companion piece to sort of go back. You can watch the video from this dev stream again and listen to Jan talk about the lore at the same time because there's some bits in there that were not really known before. I, I really thought it was useful and helpful information. I'm going to be definitely doing that. Um, but um, just to go quickly back to them talking about them canceling the Parting the Veil stream, doesn't you know, like as much as, you know, we love to cover it and I love to hear you guys on Pentium Plus U2, uh, truth be told is that, um, you know, if we're not going to see Parting the Veil because it was impacting their workload, which is something that Minus and Ronick both sort of alluded to and suggested, that it's always about game development first, right? And everything else second. So I'm kind of 
okay with that decision if that's what it's based on. I think they need to not be afraid to do this when it is needed. But, um, you know, how are you feeling about about not getting a parting of the veil this month based on that? Well, like, I, I'm going to be honest, uh, as a selfish reason, I'm kind of glad just because uh, the, the plus U2 was, it was, it's looking a little shaky. Um, so, uh, yeah, for, for personal reasons, I think it's, it's nice. It's self-serving. Um, it sucks that I'm not going to get to hang out with, uh, Redbeard and, and Man of Rohan and, uh, the community for that, but, uh, it does fall on a, a pretty good time. Um, yeah. When you say it was looking a little shaky, let's be clear. It wasn't because of Red or Man of Rohan. No, it's, it's, it's me. just because of your circumstances yeah, it's just me. Or, or what's um, going on. Yeah. So, but yeah, as far as what you were saying though, like I'm kind of on the fence. Uh, I, I lean towards positive though, you know, on one hand, it's it's kind of just a matter of you know like Joppa or whoever was going to do it uh, not being available you know that's that's fine um, it, it does take probably a few hours of developer time of course uh, and I mean developer like not the creation side because that probably takes more time but uh, but the actual interview and everything and but yeah I'm honestly I'm not as as into the whole what we want to do take as much as the we're going we're doing this um kind of talk yeah, right uh i do so yeah. losing farting the veil not saying i don't like the show i it's just it's not my preferred show of all of them um yeah. so yeah you know technically uh it's it's going to be a week that we're missing content for just because if you're you know vip it's it's just like oh i i already have this <laughs> but I, I do yeah. think publicly kind of throwing that uh, bring out your devs uh, was a great solution. Uh, I, I just hope that the extra week kind of gives maybe the content team an opportunity to maybe put together something, you know, even, even better for mm -hmm. next time. That's kind of my, my general take is maybe it frees up some time for the content team. That's great. Yeah. I think there's always that hidden, the hidden sort of uh, uh, time and effort that goes into these things that we wouldn't necessarily think about like Joppa's got to prepare, you know, what he wants to talk about. Minus has to, you know, and that takes like communication with minus so that they're on the same page about this. Like it just sort of, when you get into the like actual preparation and the actual production of it, you know, I'd rather have Joppa working on, you know, whatever he's working on <laughs> in the game, you know, yeah. than, than spending the time preparing for this. So it's okay by me. Yeah. Well, uh, before we move on, cause like, I know we just were like, oh yeah, we, there's a wild zen stuff. Uh, but <laughs> like I'm, I'm actually going to take over here a little bit because uh, I, I don't, th I don't think your, your notes gave uh, enough service to this part of the show. <laughs> hey, that's, that's why this is a two person show. <laughs> Cause I don't, I don't have to do all of it. You can step in and do what you do. So go. Sweet. Okay. So, it. so let's just kind of dwell on some of these shots of, of the gate and the surrounding ruins uh, a bit more. So first off uh, it was really cool. And, a nice surprise, I guess, that there's so much progress in these areas specifically. Because uh, remember, we heard a while ago that they had taken their focus off of Wild's End to go more towards, you know, Avengers Pass, Silent Plains, and and all that. And then, like, what last month was it? They're like, oh yeah, we're also kind of doing a little bit in Wild's End. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's it, right. it's it's just great to see like they're still working on Wild's End to some degree, and man. Like what a degree <laughs> there's so yeah, there's yeah. so much progress um and and also mm -hmm. on on that kind of uh note 
and this is why it was I was I was almost late to record this because uh, I was having a little bit too much fun in in the Pantheon Plus Discord, kind of hashing out the you know locations, the camera perspectives of all these shots, and uh, comparing the footage to what we've seen, um, you know, both recently and and quite a bit longer longer ago. Um, but uh, but there's there's a uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pun a few times here. There's a huge takeaway uh, that I've got to put an emphasis on. I would say, um, and that's the area is freaking massive dude <laughs> like yeah like there yeah. is uh there's just so much gameplay space in these ruins um the the scale's just it's quite unbelievable like it, so first you have to remember and they point this out in the show these are giant ruins <laughs> so so just kind of keep that in mind when you're viewing the shots they they also reveal kind of more of the southern tip of wild's end um as well which mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. stuff we we haven't really seen before i i was i mean there's a bunch of shots in the discord as we're kind of hashing this out but one like the recent shot that i was referencing was that wide angle shot from silent planes if you remember like wild's end was like i do yeah 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 and uh and i kind of assumed that that shot like clipped off about the end of wild's end and it's like no there's actually more to the peninsula and uh and so that was, you know, really nice. But what it really showed was that there's just, there's basically this huge, just continuous ruin climbing all the way from like kind of the Southern area, just through the whole zone or the, or the whole, like, uh, in, like in between all the way up to like the, the mountains behind Sir Hirith, um, where, where the right, gate is. which is where we think. Daedrum Ascent is well, right? like where sort we of thought towards Daedrum, Daedrum Ascent. Ascent was. I, I have right. different opinions now. I see. I was following your little your conversation in Discord. I was and I was trying to you know sort of track what you were talking about and like where you were envisioning things. And um, it was really interesting because uh, I think you're right. I think it's much. It's a much larger area than we initially thought. The southern portion, and um, when you sort of looked at all the angles. It, it sort of became clear, right? Like it sort of became clear because you were using like a river as your... <laughs> yeah, we were trying to figure out like, where that shot was coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was your bookmark where you're trying to go from. Yeah, and it was it was really fun. And so I, I enjoyed that a bit too long, <laughs> admittedly. But um, but yeah, like the size of the area is really crazy. And and it, it here we go. Uh, it reminds me of uh, some of the open world dungeons in Vanguard. Like... <laughs> like I could, I could imagine this place being, you know, the the important thing, right? Because the gameplay first, but I can imagine this place being able to support dozens of groups at least. Um, like yeah. I, I, I kind of have to bring this up because it's something that's pretty often debated uh, when it comes to Pantheon's open world, non instanced kind of nature, right? Like, can it support that many groups doing their own thing? Um, and I, I often cite Vanguard as kind of a positive example because it, it's really one of the only games that I know of, well, A, that is just completely open world, non instance but also that has dungeons that can actually support that many groups without instancing. Um, like uh, when I was looking at this, um, it's kind of a different theme, but I was thinking of uh, areas like Nisibi Necropolis and uh, Temple of uh, Tahatamani that are just these huge land spaces with, you know, dozens and dozens of points of interest where you could just, you could have like almost like the, I wouldn't say the entire high 
level population in one place, but like it was actually something that I don't think people have experienced and seeing all that, you know, all the different angles mm -hmm. and, you know, just how much this area that they showed covers like, and I mean, it covers a significant portion of Wild Zen Southern section. Like, no. it's it, it's not like a bunch of empty space, you know, and a few points of interest. It's like a continuous ruin that's like a fifth of the landmass of Wild Zen. Like, it's yeah. crazy. It's it's in, it's insane. And you know, this this sort of makes me think to all those people who worry about non-instanced content being well. What if everything's camped? What if I can't, you know, what if the competition's so high for these places? And like, the world's so big. The world's so big. You're like, you're going to have so many different options in terms of places you can go and things you can camp and things you can, you know, try and get, you know, overcome, try and do like areas to do and monsters and stuff. Like, it's just the, the competition for content when you make the world this big becomes a problem only if you're super successful, like only <laughs> yeah, if the, yeah, the game true. is like that's massively true. popular. And if it's massively popular, how is that a problem? That, that, that's a win. It's a win-win situation because you're either alleviating competition or you're super successful. Well, so. And if you remember, there was a bit of a hubbub, I want to say last year when they kind of announced, like, ac I don't want to say accidentally, but uh, that there was like a certain amount of dungeons in the game. Uh, I can't even remember. Yeah, I think they said 15. Yeah, and people were like, oh my 15, gosh. I like, say. And that's like, you know, 15 yeah. major areas, right? But like, if this yeah. is one. <laughs> right. I, although right. I, I don't know how, how it's graded because it's like, does this count as the gate? Because the gate's at, at the top and, you know, we're not even counting what's inside of the gate, right? <laughs> this right, is just we're looking the at outside. the outside area. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, you know, if you look at these screenshots and kind of compare it to like Sorhirith, which is right, next door um like mm -hmm. it makes it makes those trees look pretty small um you know like it, <laughs> it's and not to say that the everything's just scaled up there's just you can see there's actually a lot of areas in there anyway i'm kind yeah. of rambling uh here a bit but i just want to make it like super clear that this is the first indication i've seen like really that pantheon is is fully embracing the concept of what it takes to make a large open world dungeon that supports a massive amount of players. Um, I, you know, yeah. I know we've, we've seen other like decently sized areas in the past, like, you know, Ember fate and everything, but this is like, this is honestly the, my first proof like this, <laughs> like I'm actually so excited to go here mm -hmm. and have it be, you know, populated with things. And um, obviously they have more to go as far as like set dressing and, and all that, which they made clear that this is not the final version, you know, the, but the the way that this area is designed and the amount of like you know buildings and and like obvious points of interest where things are going to be is staggering and i that that is my desrin hype at 10 right there <laughs> that's awesome man that's so great i mean it's, it's there's some things that just trigger that right and and being this massive open world area is, is obviously got you got you feeling it and uh, i'm i'm right there with you I, I i love love that open expanse and and just the the world to fill with people right like fill it up like games need to start big they need to start big and and let the let the people come to them right so at least in my experience yep. but, and that's not um, the only thing they showed 
And it's not the only thing they showed. The second video was pretty cool too. Uh, we got to look at um, the Hangor, new and improved version of Hangor. It's the uh, frosty biome that's in Avengers uh, Pass. So if you'll remember, does that uh, was um, there were some you know old old screenshots which I've actually put in our notes and I'll put them in the video for people to see that um, they were similar. You know the the ones of Hangor and the ones of uh, Wild's End are actually quite similar to some of the graphics from the pre-refactor days yeah right? like we're talking going back to 2017 2016 which yeah. is so funny and the, was, i just got to call this out on the plus you that like what three of yeah. us all did the same thing like and we looked up the old <laughs> you know the old footage the yeah old screenshots and stuff <laughs> uh because it, it all like singularly made us reminisce about um the same thing it's just kind of funny. yeah well, I think all of us fell in love with those at the time that they saw them back in the day, right? And we all sort of got a mindset that this was the world we were going to be inhabiting one day. And then, you know, we didn't know sort of what the, like, we still don't know what the final product looks like, but we know that their vision hasn't changed. And I think this is like kind of proof of that uh, because, you know, they, they didn't reimagine the world when they said they had to refactor. It wasn't a reimagining. It was it was building the game in a better way. It was It was not about like, you know, changing how they envisioned their, yeah, their yeah. world. They, they just needed to build it better. They needed to make it, they needed to future proof it and make it, make it better. Exactly. So I think the, this was kind of a interesting, uh, callback to that. So, yeah. And I mean, also just kind of to tag onto that, it's their own assets now. Um, like right. I'm pretty sure a significant portion of the old locations were built with you know, asset source stuff. And, you know, maybe not all of them, and I'm not going to say it's a bad thing to use some asset store stuff, um, but it could just add some, you know, inconsistency. And you know, as I'll probably bring up again later, uh, it, it probably won't match their concept art as much. Um, which, you know, yeah. in my opinion, like the new shots, if you're thinking of like some, especially some of the recent concept art they've shown of like Hangor, mm -hmm. for example. I can see, I can like directly compare some of the assets yeah. to the concept yeah. art. It's great. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And, and then that's something that, that I noticed as well. And I think is proof that they, um, that their new artists, um, are, are doing great work and then, you know, building the, the world. Like, and I think when you say the, the assets from the assets or the, the previous iteration, um, used the reason they use those is because they liked how they looked right, right like they liked of course they, they thought it was representative of how their world should look so they're just recreating that with their their new pipelines and the tools that they have and the refactor and everything that went into that is to try and not deviate from that look but get it to a place where it's just it, to refine it even more to be exactly what they want yeah no exactly um, so I, and I agree with you about the concept art piece. I'm, I'm really loving how it's matching up and sort of lining up together. <clears throat> so I think, uh, Nathan Napalm on plus you said that he was going to do like a video talking about like, Hey, look, here's some, you know, concept art and here's what it looks like now. So I think <laughs> yeah, he like semi committed to it on the plus you with, with a <laughs> bit of peer pressure. Uh, but when he's not like zombie streaming, yeah. yeah one day when time, he so. wakes up from his constant, <laughs> consciousness <laughs> yeah that's right um you know a couple hitches in the video i thought i don't know if you noticed it does but it seemed like they might have been having some frame rate issues when they were capturing that footage um yeah maybe it was just me it didn't get brought up by anybody else i didn't see any comments on it but thought it was it's little, definitely something little, uh, i noticed stuttery a little bit. like it, i don't yeah. know it's 
something I hope gets worked out if it is FPS issues, but you know, it's all in progress and I obviously they weren't trying to demonstrate performance, right? Uh, it's just really to show yeah. the, show the yeah, places yeah. and um, it's obviously very in progress. Uh, as excited as I am, you know, they make it very clear, like this is just kind of like the first, you know, so the, the stuff is there but not all the stuff even like you can tell there's still so much like set dressing lighting just right. it, there's a lot more work that needs to be done so it won't really matter the frame rate until after all that's in and yeah. you know we'll see how it goes yeah yeah i just thought it was worth mentioning but uh, it's certainly not uh, not the focus of the stream here um i did like you said i felt like they did a good job of evoking scale and sense of scale and and yeah. like mentioned it if you look at those videos, there's a human model on the bridge, like oh the, really, the giant ruins. Yeah, there oh, is. I there's actually oh, I, of all the things, like as we're digging into this, I <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the, the, it's a, it's very small. That's the problem is it's hard to see, right? Because it's so small because it's such a big place. You like you said, giant ruins. They these are were once inhabited by giants. So I love that sense of scale. It's very it's very moving when you when you really yeah. get it, you perceive it. One of it. the shots specifically was like framed just in a, just such a dramatic way. I, I think is the only way I can put it. And it's, it's really the, the shot that kind of triggered me to like really look at these and dig into it. And, uh, and I, I don't think it is the one with the person on the bridge, but uh, I have to be clear. It's like, you can't just scale things up to make them big, you know, look epic right? right you can't just you know <laughs> no you, it's got to be built with uh the mindset of who lived here and you know not everything would be giant size there there right. would be but it's know, it's density is is like it's large but there's density and so that's what really gives the sense of scale is that it's not just large assets it's there's like density and it look right. it, dude it looks like something that you know, with a little bit of work is actually going to look like, I want to say real, but just like, I don't know, like in the world, like, ah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. getting really off track. Yeah. No, you're feeling it. That's cool. And so overall, I mean, what we saw from these two, these first two videos was just a lot of progress when it comes to developing the world and the world building part of Pantheon, which is certainly, you know, in the top three priorities of the, the entire game development process. Well, yeah, I mean, so I love seeing progress. One of our bickers lately has been that we're kind of seeing the same biome over and over again, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that, I've seen thrown fast exactly. a lot, <laughs> you and know, like, like, yeah. The areas were just starting to look very similar. And and I would say, you know, I want to say we, but, you know, at least I was starting to get a little afraid that we wouldn't see in very much variation, especially as they talked about, like, biome transitions and stuff. And we, you know, we went into that in the one of the past shows and everything. But uh, there's, there's, you know, there's still a lot that they've got to touch up and, and improve upon and, you know, I wouldn't say these areas are launch ready, obviously. And, you know, I brought up a few nitpicks in, in the plus you and in Discord, but just seeing the progress in multiple, like very distinct biomes um, was right. really, really good. Like I, uh, I remember back uh, when we got the wide angle screenshot, um, I, I used to, and this isn't like NDA breaking or anything, because I'm sure I was like this outside of, you know, 
the VIP uh, stuff, but like I had a lot of bickers about the cliffs. <laughs> it was like a, a bit of a oh. meme, right? And it's just because like we saw, we started to see like the same ice cream um, in Wild's End, and I was like, oh no, like the world, <laughs> the world's like becoming the same thing. But then finally, it's, it's starting to catch up. <laughs> it's starting to look different in different areas, and yeah. my 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 fears have withdrawn you know <laughs> <laughs> they've been subdued for now at least for now so we'll uh, we'll wait for them to resurface at some point but you know what concerns and criticism <laughs> is part of the part of the deal so <laughs> uh yeah so that's so that's the uh actually the first video i said second but it's actually just the first video the second video they showed uh was a, a new armor set and if you go to the official website and you look at the archive race page it's the armor that you see there uh, we talked about this the last time that they were going to do this. Uh, now, we initially thought this was actually an archive model when they showed it on stream. It's not. No. So, I, corrected like, I don't want to give anyone a hard time. How could time. you not think that? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's obviously like a mannequin. Like, <laughs> anyway. No, well, okay. No, I thought you were going to go the other way. I thought you were going to say it clearly looks like an archive. It, it, it does look like an no, archive to me. No, I understand. Archive better not look like yeah. that. That that is a that is like I don't a know human what you're colored gray. That is not an archive. <laughs> Have you seen the gnome models? Whoa. I'm here to tell hey, you that. That's why but. gnomes are pretty early on the list for a redo, you know, like Well, to be fair, M Minus did say on the stream archive are still in early the early process of design. So Hey, they're still I'm next. They're this. still next after Darkmer. Unless they they, uh, they throw me for a loop and they're like, "Hey, just kidding!" Like, hey, they're I'm VR holding likes to keep this, us on our man. toes. I need this. <laughs> <laughs> Desert is desperately holding on to this the archive model. But if you, if you want that, maybe this you could think this is the archive model. Maybe that would be helpful for you. No, <laughs> no. but anyway, no, no, just no. <laughs> <laughs> so even though Joppa clarified that this is definitely not the archive model, um, it's just a basically a buff, bald, and blue guy. Uh, so <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Um, but I really like the armor set, though. Uh, they uh, they said this was the work of Philip Kedge, who's one of their three D artists. And uh, in fact, when I was looking at the the comments on the YouTube video on their page today, one of the comments uh, Philip replied to, uh, and this is a little bit of a technical thing, so I know it's. Uh, you know, there are some of you out there who will appreciate this kind of thing. So that's why I included it. It was a question uh, asking that uh, that says, did you actually make a custom form fitter for the armor? And if so, why? And then sort of espousing, you know, there's other ways to do these things, likely faster than you've created. Please tell me you don't have a dev spending hundreds of hours making something like that. So Philip's response to that was, and I'll quote it, he says, one set can be cut using alpha to make dozens of custom sets from one set. This makes for a much faster fitting process, and it's only one set with multiple textured variations. This was mentioned a few streams ago. So kind of a cool, like, you know, uh, sort of developer response there on the technical side. Yeah, things, right? well, Does? so, I don't know. We, we see comments like this, uh, you know, fairly frequently, like, now that indie game development is kind of more attainable, you know, thanks to all sorts of... Yeah, less barriers. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's easier to get into, you know. Uh, Unity and Unreal are, are more accessible than ever, and there's tons of like plugins and stuff to make things uh, easier, even if you don't have the manpower or the knowledge to do it. And um, and so we get this whole like, you know, why don't you just use this plugin? Um, and it, it comes up 
pretty often, uh, in, at least as I look around my indie space and comments and, and stuff like that. And while there's like a ton of tools out there that are amazing, it's not Legos. <laughs> and and uh, right. and using right. someone else's tools can kind of come with a lot of baggage. So I'm, I'm not saying... Like, I'm not saying that's always the case or anything. Like, VR does use some third-party tools like Gaia, you know, which they've been very open about. Um, but just because you use a package in, like, you know, your Unity project or something, it it doesn't mean that they can just use it in Pantheon. It's uh, so, yeah. you know, that's... I, I don't want to ham on too, people too no, much, but that's just kind of PSA, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's a fair point. And then that's, like you say, it's the nature of... The, the language and the tools of the trade becoming more commonly known amongst everyone, right? So, you know, there's, you know, to use the term armchair quarterback, you know, or like armchair right. developer. Yeah, armchair developer is, is kind of the... You know, to be sort of like, you know, maybe maybe this person does know, but still, you know, unless you're developing a game, you, you sort of... Yeah, or it, it may work for them, pros and but cons. That, again, it doesn't mean it works for everything. That's really the whole point. Is yeah. It, it works for some people yeah, yeah. in certain situations. I like that Philip took the time to give oh, an yeah. answer, though. I think that's cool. Oh, yeah, like, totally. You know, like he didn't have to do that. I mean, it's he's done it on his it's on his own personal account. So it's like it's just pretty cool that he's willing to not dismiss the person as like, oh, this guy is just like, yeah, you know, like it, we say, armchairing it, and he's actually like willing to get in there and correct or say why they don't use that or why they do it the way. Yeah, they do. yeah, that's very classy for sure. Um, and I, I will say, yeah. I, I loved how they presented this this one uh, as kind of a progression to the finished product. Mm -hmm. uh, it was yep. you know pretty simple, but I thought it was a nice touch that they you know they didn't have to do that. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I love the armor, obviously. <laughs> ah, it looks great, right? It looks so cool. Yeah, I, I think uh, if I had a little uh, prompt like I, I I did on the plus U, uh, it would be like, why do you think Philip? would be working on racial armor like and why archive armor like you know do, do you think <laughs> do you think that means that uh they have some human and darkmer racial armor done already it's you, you know you know what not a hard not a hard leap of logic to make there that, that i'm just i'm just saying just be the case just saying just, saying, <laughs> just throwing it out there <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to uh see if uh maybe we can maybe we can put a comment on the uh on the youtube channel and he'll respond to it if hey, you want to get, that'll get a be, that'll be pretty there you go yeah so uh so that was that one and then the, the next video they showed had a lot of new animations going on and i think this was actually the funniest part of the, the whole dead stream <laughs> because we got a lot of laughs from these from these animations not to say that they were bad but like the sexy walk the strut was pretty cool um you could see it later in the video uh one of the later videos when they we're talking about the buildings in, in Avalia. You could compare that jog to what we saw uh, between the two videos. Um, you know, I don't know if I feel it was like a drastic improvement in my view, but um, some people said they, they saw a big difference and some people were really like, you know, impressed by it. So, but the running uh, didn't, it didn't do a much for me. I think the walking was kind of neat, you know, like it was very, strutty very <laughs> well, strutty I'm, I'm glad you brought up the sexy walk because uh, i i did i legitimately <laughs> laughed out loud um when they played that animation and uh and i i wouldn't say 100 percent in a good way uh like I'm, I'm not sure if that's like the default walk or whatever but um okay i may as well like kind of get this out of the way but it it definitely looks odd to me like <laughs> 
the, <laughs> you are yeah. you're not a you're not uh, feeling no, it. The, the the female walk also has just this weird snapping in the legs too. Like I don't know. Honestly, having said that, like I, I think all of the rest of the animations looked great. Um, and you know when it comes down to it, though, it, it's it's all about how they look in game, right? Um, yeah, exactly. We, exactly. Like, I, I, it's kind of deja vu. You know, we've been seeing animations for years and years kind of isolated like this you know uh, the animation on its own um and it's always kind of like touted as the the new and improved you know animations uh but as we kind of saw with if you remember the monk demonstration which showed like Mm -hmm. the animations and then we finally saw them in game and the snapping and everything was like it made them look kind of odd sometimes and uh hmm. and so you know animations you know it's more it's more than just like a good animation in maya or blender or you know whatever you're using to animate like the the whole animation system is more than just like an animation it's it's about like transitions like weighting uh inverse kinematics and all sorts of stuff that equate to this good looking kind of natural animation in the game um so while you know, I liked I liked most of these, and you know, disliked a couple. It's it's just you know, it's all about how they look when you're playing, um, and not just yeah. a isolated yeah. thing like we're seeing. Yeah, that's true. You know, it, it is it is they have to exist in the world and not in a box. So uh, we'll see how they look when they get into the game. I, I I think it's funny how you say about the monk animations because I again, and we talked about this before, but I I've never found them like that jarring. Like I know people have said that, but I've always found them quite to be feel they feel good in the game when i've seen them in the game so uh, i'm hopeful that these ones will transition well into the game but like we'll, we'll wait i, I just keep thinking of um, the the spinny bow staff animation where he just like suddenly spins and then suddenly stops and you're like there's just like no <laughs> momentum there it just that like that's kind of the unnatural <laughs> side of things that uh that mm. in my opinion can really weigh on like the animation itself could be cool but when it feels like there's you know no waiting to it or you know the transition's really bad like you snap back into auto attack like that's really yeah well i mean you talk about natural i don't know about you but i definitely walk down the street like that i mean that is that is how i out in the world that is me on a day-to-day basis i gotta tell you i wish i had (laughs) the confidence um, to walk like that (laughs) yeah yeah i definitely am being 100% serious, um, you know, but one of the things that I did notice and I did really like was the facial animations uh, that were going along with them. They, it's funny because I hated it before with the axe guy, but now I like this, you know, emoting uh, on the on the faces, the death face emote was was hilarious. Yeah. I really yeah, enjoyed I, I I did really <laughs> like the death animations um, and the facial yeah. animations are a really nice touch. I hope they hope they keep that. I can't wait. <laughs> Again, I can't wait to see it in game, right? <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. a really nice touch. I, I can't wait to see people like crawling and like pleading. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and little known, little, little known fact here. They actually captured, uh, some mocap of me with those dual swords, you know, doing the ranger animations. That was actually some, Oh, no, no, I thought you were under NDA for that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> i wish i wish i was that good with like two swords if i had that kind of skill, well you know how like co just but... went and did mocap right like it's, it's the same thing they just get theric to do all the ranger animations so yeah 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 you know i'm an expert with a bow and dual wielding swords but dude that that double wielding animation was the boss i love that yeah, that was awesome they look pretty good 
super good. So, so it's obvious that like Duarte and Tara have been working really hard. I feel like it's um they're really giving the game a signature feel with their work. So, good job to both of them to you know all the hard work's paying off. I think. So. Yeah, I, you know, give props to them. I I just want to see the animation system like in game improved upon. But, yeah, but also exactly uh, immersion. <laughs> Immersion. Did did you catch that from Ronick? That was like my favorite part of this. No. Not really, but my favorite part of the the banter was Ronick just like kind of. There's a pause, and then Ronick's just like, immersion. <laughs> I didn't catch that. I, that is off to the back. This makes me think because we joke about Murka no. and everything, and uh, and I'm like immersion. That's my, that's my version immersion. right there. Anyway, sorry. That's like how you say it in the South or yeah. something, right? When you're immersed in yeah, the South. Yeah, we got a lot of immersion. Southern MMO players. So, you know, get your immersion. <laughs> get your immersion I'm on. so sorry. Anyway, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you started this, not me, man. I just want to point that out. Um, the last video they showed had the new uh, Avelia buildings, both the 3D models alone, and then some video of in-game where they were placed and that kind of stuff. You know, it was so weird because I thought that the models were actually artwork. And same goes for the piece on the dev stream announcement tweet. Somebody was asking me about that. And I was like, oh yeah, no, it's concept art. It's not a screenshot. I'm like, oh, whoops. It, it is actually a screenshot. And that's what we were talking about earlier. It's a good thing when you're confusing concept art and screenshots because they look so similar. Um, and I think that honestly is a huge compliment to VR. They're, they're just sort of aiming high with their art goals and, and they're certainly getting there. And I, and again, credit where credit's due. They said that uh, this is the work of, uh, Leo Evangelisti, uh, one of their new, uh, hires and one of their, uh, artists, uh, putting in the work on this. So I think that it's, uh, again, paying off really liked what we saw there. So, yeah. And, uh, so this, this leans into one of my little nitpicks. Uh, and little is relative here, I think, but, uh, I, I thought about this a lot cause there's, there's always been something really uncanny about the buildings, uh, the, the, the human buildings mm, and, interesting. uh, after some, you know, consideration, I, I think my biggest picker is, is specifically with the wood texture, uh, on the buildings. It's, it's like, it's just so freaking flat and even like al- almost like it may as well just be like flat, like brown it's so it, it makes it, it makes certain parts of it look like gray box but it's the it's brown box you know <laughs> it's and it's just like reused <laughs> like box. everywhere like it's just wood texture like everywhere like you look at like the um you know the balcony of the trusses and uh the stairs it's just like mm-hmm. the same texture just everywhere and uh it, i just i think if that specific texture was just like a little more like natural looking and not just like flat and homogenous like i think the buildings would look so much better um yeah yeah and and also like all the planks are like perfectly straight too so like all all of it kind of just (laughs) together makes the buildings look really like uncanny and unnatural to me uh when Hmm. like because i i thought about this a lot because i i knew there was something and i'm like specifically looking at the other things like the other textures kind of the, the geometry other than the the straight planks everywhere but like I, I like how they look except for that one thing. And so I just, I really hope that they can maybe update that in the future yeah. and it would just make the whole structure look so much better. Yeah. 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 Interesting. You know, a little, a little uh, shading, maybe a little, uh, little differentiation in the texture somewhere. Something yeah. Like just that. some more so. breakup and, and maybe some different coloring. Cause it's all like all the same color. Anyway, uh, on a positive note, Fair and a, uh, kind of sentimental note, I guess, like they, the song that they played, 
uh, which is also yes. the song we hear in like the coast streams when he's walking around uh, throwing yep. fast and everything. Uh, I realized it reminds me of some uh, song on the Vanguard so- soundtrack. Um, and I, yes. I, I should look up, like I should go through the soundtrack and see exactly which one. Cause I think it's the Tersh oh, music. I can tell you, I can tell you the name of it. You can, I've got it. On, I've got it. Oh, the, the name of the um, Pantheon one. The name of the, no, the name of the, the, the oh, really? Vanguard soundtrack. Well, I, I, I do because I, I have, it. have I, it. It's Todd Mastin is yeah. the composer. Yep. Yes, that's um, right. Yes, that's right. But it, it, it's like of all the songs and stuff that we have for Pantheon, this one gives me Vanguard vibes so much. <laughs> it, yeah. You know what? And did you, is it just me or was this like an enhanced version of, like you say, it's the song you hear when Ko's running around in PA. So, I mean, you can sort of extrapolate from that. Yeah. That you may have heard it a few times. Um, but did it sound enhanced to you, like with a greater sort of range, like a little bit more? Well, I mean, it's probably the isolated track, right? Like we're not hearing it like in yeah, yeah, game, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. either way, they should put this on the SoundCloud too. Uh, just yes, they totally might should as well, right? I don't know. They're probably, they're probably saving yes. it for like soundtrack eventually, but I don't know. I, I, I like ah, it. They need a. I like it a lot too. And and Tersh was my area, man. That was where I also my Vanguard human character starting. Yeah. lived. Yeah, human starting area. That's right. Absolutely. Um, so that's uh, that's the uh, basically the dev stream what they showed. But they also gave us a, some great news, and that is uh, the dates for the February Pantheon pre-alpha yes. test session. So this is the second one, and it'll be on Saturday, February twenty fifth, through to Sunday, February twenty sixth. It's another twenty four hour live server test starting at ten a.m. Pacific, and the most exciting part that we're rejoicing as VIP testers is that there will be no character. All three times <laughs> so, in a row, baby. Yes. Yes. I mean, they, they minus added a caveat saying, unless something changes, right, this right. is the plan, but it sounds pretty solid that there's no character wipes. And that is absolutely huge for me to be excited about this test. And, um, you know, uh, that's something I'm definitely looking forward to. So some good news. And, uh, that uh, is basically the dev stream. Let's, uh, you know, overall thoughts, same thing I said at the beginning, it was short and sweet. And, um, something else that I noticed and Desmond, we talked about this, you know, show last two shows ago, keeping the hype in check, right? It felt like they were really doing a good job of not doing that over teasing thing and like over talking, like showing this was a show and not a tell stream, yeah. right? Love I'd that. agree with that. So I feel like the, I feel like that's very responsive to what the, we've talked about, what the community has given them for feedback. In terms of presentation, I thoroughly enjoyed this dev update, and I I hope to see more like this. That's exciting. This is like this was a good one. So yeah. what about you? I, I I just to tail off of that, it's like the the teasing was the footage, which is how it should be, right? Like yes. the right. like the teasing for me, like I just had to go on a huge rant about the ruins. The teasing is I want to play there (laughs) like like i I imagine myself in the you know in that spot you know it's because it's in-game footage right um anyway but yeah i I, one thing that's an obvious bit for any of our listeners but also us is like this is a whole 180 from last week like it's yeah rightfully so and it it just feels good to see tangible things um especially showing that world variation that was a, a big one for me um, and just overall, everything they showed, it was distinctly Pantheon, uh, like mm-hmm. game Pantheon, not imagine Pantheon, but like, 
game pantheon right. right so that is exciting and i look forward to just more more stuff that puts us right there it says like this is the game that's going to be released yeah yeah it's a good it's a good uh it's a good feeling to be left with because you're feeling like you know I, i'm seeing i'm seeing the world that i'm going to inhabit one day <clears throat> so I, i'm right there with you and uh that's uh that's it for the uh, news of the week uh let's uh, quickly check out the pantheon plus content calendar for the week coming up we are busy busy and uh i've got lots going on this week on monday of course drac and his midnight crew getting uh getting crazy after midnight on pantheon plus's twitch channel uh playing some dark age of camelot uh still going strong and enjoying that game i heard it's getting pretty uh pretty blue in there so if you're into a bit of a you know (laughs) more uh what's the word i'm looking for anyway just go and check it out you'll you won't you won't regret it (laughs) it gets a little crazy um and then we are playing lord Lord of the rings online both on tuesday and thursday nights man we had a great time on thursday night if you haven't checked out the stream um on youtube uh you should definitely do so there was a band playing in brie like a player band and we had so much fun just listening to them and playing name that tune we had a great time so that's tuesday nights 9 p.m eastern on our twitch channel 7 p.m central sorry uh, 7 p.m eastern on our youtube channel on thursdays and that is the mmo rpg 101 and 201 shows on wednesday our friend ben and i has another uh story going up on youtube an, an audio a version of his uh, written fan fiction called Amonsol's shadow the fox and the wolf so be sure to be subscribed to ben and i's channel to uh, get that delivered to you and our good friend redbeard flynn who's uh, making so much content these days it's hard to keep up He's got something on the calendar every single week. Friday, he's talking about a what do players MMO what do MMO players want, which is a very good question that I've often wondered myself. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, like what do we want? We want a lot of things. Sometimes we have conflicting desires, and I'm sure he'll cover that. But super, super smart uh, guy and super well, uh, well uh, positioned to make a video like that. So definitely looking forward to that on Friday. Now, the last thing before we leave, I want to mention that uh, we are, it is almost March and and Desiree, March for some people means two things, basketball and brackets. And while (laughs) I don't really care much about basketball, to be honest, I'm sorry, but I do love brackets and Pantheon Plus is bringing you another edition of MMO March Madness. So we're going to hear all the details about it from our friend Drac in this little promo video. So check this out. So if you want to be a part of that, you want to take part in it, make sure you've joined our Discord, the Pantheon Plus Discord. Link in the description and in the show notes. Got to get in there, participate. 
subscribe to the channel. Make sure you're here because we're going to be promoing this. We're going to be giving updates on what's going on with it like we did last year. It's so much fun. And no, Desmond, I know you're not a sports guy, and I, I appreciate I, that. I, I had some that. confusion. and <laughs> I, I saw your confusion in Discord today. I was I almost commented, and then I'm like, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll, I'll give him a hard time on the rewind. I'll, I'll good, do it live. Good. So it's for it. <laughs> Because you're like, I don't understand how this works. I don't uh, get the bracket. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I get it. But now. you'll, you'll figure it, it out. Hey, anyway, we he's, he's learned. He's learned, folks. Don't worry. <laughs> so that is it for this week's news and notes. There's a question that you have. All you have to do is ask. I'm the fact. I'm the fact. I'm the fact. I'm the fact. Hey, I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm the map. Oh wait. That's not the song. It's it's a different song, but minimaps are a contentious issue when it comes to MMOs, and some love them, some hate them. You know, what are Pantheon's plans on this front? You might ask. It's a question that comes up a lot. So let's get our friend Drac to answer this frequently asked question from a man who's <clears throat> never been lost in an MMO ever. Here's Drac. Drac's facts are back, where you ask the question and I give you the honest answer. This week, we're going to dive into Minimap, and why isn't there a Minimap in Pantheon Rise of the Fallen? Now, in most modern-day MMOs, you have a nice Minimap that leads you from quest to quest to quest and shows everything around you at all times, so you can get from point A to point B with no trouble at all. But in Pantheon Rise of the Fallen, they want to put the E in PvE. E stands for environment, which means the environment, the world around you, needs to be dangerous. It's not dangerous if you have a mini-map sitting there telling you where to go all the time. Sometimes in an MMO, you should get lost. That should be a part of your MMO experience, and it should be a part of what happens as you play an MMO. And you should get lost, you should stumble into areas that are too high for you, and you should die in those areas. Because that's part of the fun of playing an MMO. And that's part of the danger that a real dangerous environment puts on you. So I'm actually excited, and I look forward to getting lost and stumbling around blindly with you as we explore, actually explore, Pantheon Rise of the Fallen together. Have a great week. Drag out. The Pantheon community is full of cool projects, new people, and things that are just worth sharing. Hmm? What's this over here? <gasps> Look at that. So let's see what we can find in this week's Community Spotlight. All right. Community Spotlight. It's going to be another quick one, but uh, but a good one. So uh, first off, as we noted about Redbeard Flynn uh, making tons of content, he did have a specific Pantheon one, so I get to throw it in here. And that is called What Makes Pantheon Rise of the Fallen Special? Uh, and this is up on his YouTube. And uh, it's kind of just covering, you know, what not just like what makes Pantheon different, just like, oh, you know, the tenets and systems and stuff, but like specifically how Pantheon is made to be immersive and and all the elements pantheon's kind of aiming to deliver that accomplish that so uh he's got some great points and and i really love to see like the production side of the video like it's always improving like he's just he's just always improving what a guy <laughs> he is he, he's a superstar man and if you were here for the rewind for the premiere last week he was in chat and we were we got into a, a back and forth and you know i really love that we had uh you know a discussion with red and we were on, we had different opinions about something, 
but at the end of the day, we we were still like, dude, like high five. We're still friends. Like, we you know, love that guy. Like, it's so nice yeah. to have a, a person of such a reasonable person in the community, and not only reasonable, but super talented, obviously talented, and just hard work, hard working guy, super uh, talented. So can't say enough good things about Redbeard Flynn and his channel's just taken off. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good to know when you've lost and, uh, red, red, uh, showed that. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. It was a great Des conversation. Is, is seeking uh, to <laughs> yeah. He's seeking to continue the conversation this week. Apparently, uh, well, so. <laughs> Bring red, it on. You better be here for the premiere. Um, okay. Outside <laughs> of that though, uh, we've got another narration, uh, from Ben and I, and this one's Amonsoul's shadow, uh, collision. And, uh, man, he's, he's stepping it up too, man. He's got these great effects, some ambience, like this music and dude, these are getting really good. So I'm just, I'm yeah. glad he's continuing to do them, man. And he, he's inspired, he's inspired, you know, and this is how he writes too. Like he's, he, he, once he starts, he just goes right. And this until it's all done. And then he, so I feel like he's going to do the same thing with these videos is just, you know, continue to put them out and, and consistently. So if you really want consistent content, you know, he's, he's one of the, one of the best people. For yeah, that. absolutely. So, uh, definitely go subscribe to his channel, uh, get those, uh, as often as he releases them. And he, he's also very open to feedback too. So, um, definitely throw that in at him as well. Um, and lastly, uh, this is kind of out of the weekly nature, but uh, I did want to note like Sir Medieval put out this kind of short, um, saying that, you know, he'll be doing a lot of catch-up videos for Pantheon. Because uh, if you've noticed, it's been a bit. Uh, and so just keep an eye out for that. Uh, it sounds like he's going to be hitting those, you know, maybe this coming week. So I thought I'd remind everyone. Um, but uh, that is going to be it for this week's Community Spotlight. And now, story time from our fans of fiction. All right, so we've given you a taste of two fan fiction tales so far. The first one from the aforementioned Ben and I, and then the most recent one from our friend Fate. And if you liked what you heard, remember, you can read the full stories because there's more chapters than we've read. They're over on our website at pantheon.plus. But it's now time to embark on another journey into Pantheon fandom. And this time, it's with our adventure party member, Wizen, the Ashen Elf Wizard. So we bring you the first entry of the journal of H. Weissen Thalestrad. Thalestrad. I knew I was going to say that badly. Desert you know say it correct. Isn't it? Was. Thalestrad. Yes, that is correct. Thank you. <laughs> so the way that uh, Weizen describes this story is the ponderings of a, of a pretentious young ashen elf in Fairthale, trying to get a grasp of the world through the filter of Terminus's elven culture. So I love a good elf story, and I guarantee you're going to love this one too. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this fan fiction yarn from our friend, Wizen. Council preserve us, but if the ember aren't the end of us, I'll eat a wig. They claim they want to return us to the days of promise back on Seolane, but those days are long gone. No, by my reckoning, the ember amount to well-meaning fools who want to return to better times since past. They seek to do so by way of uniting the races under one banner. The issue I see other than that it's been tried and failed, is that the races of Terminus are so intensely disparate when you look at them as a whole. An ogre, dull-minded as they are, could not see eye to eye with an elf. Yet the human and ogre would treaty to break bread together. Should the ogre and the elf bandy words and find disagreement? To which side would the human gravitate? 
Would there be hesitation? Can there be any hesitation about protecting your so-called allies? I say no. I say, privately, with no small degree of security about the storage of this volume, no. I say no and I offer an alternative. Stay home. Protect and tend to the tree. By going out, we only make more foes know of our tree. Staying home is security. Knowledge of the outside is still important, though. No sense coming inside, closing our gates and shutting our eyes. Rather than having an entire people roaming the land and making asses of all of us, we should have a select few of the ashen roam out into the land and see the world as it is, not from the eyes of someone constantly looking for a threat. If you seek a threat, you will often find one. If you seek knowledge, that is what you will find, rather than the conflict and ignorance of before. Let the ember put their toned bodies to the plow and to defense of Fairthale at large. The Ashen will take to study of the art as they always have, and with Ashen agents sending information back to the world, the Lucent Tree, the Veywood, and the tradition of the Elven people will be maintained in an ongoing fashion, just as the Ember purportedly desire. Why would you put a shining future at risk for want of control and return to the old ways? No, we've given enough. We should look to our own and seek not to meddle in the affairs of others, different people. Each race is, is a puzzle, the members each a piece. One never mixes pieces from different puzzles. You might find a piece from one puzzle spending time in another's case, but tis not a matter over which to be dismayed. The piece knows it doesn't belong. The piece doesn't need to be told to go. All is well in the mind, if not orderly in the flesh. All must be well in the mind for a people tossed and broken by the trials of time. The third crucible has come and gone, and prosperity must be the name of the elves of Fairthale. Until next time, I leave you a journal. <laughs> H. Wisen Thelisrat. And that is the fan lore you know. So that's the show. And uh, I just want to close out the show by sort of uh, teasing a couple things. We've got some really exciting stuff in the works. I mentioned the MMO March Madness earlier. It's this time of year where we're, you know, we, we sort of get into our creative flow <laughs> in our zone. And I, Drac is just amazing in terms of what he comes up with. So we've got lots of stuff in the works. And there are some things that I can't really talk about at all yet, but oh, you definitely want to be subbed. Sub to the it channel and have notifications turned on. Like that, guys. Yeah. He's not wrong though. He's not <laughs> wrong. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, just trust me on this one. It's um, it, it's uh, looking looking cool. So uh, if you uh, you know if you like what you hear and you want to stay in the loop with us, make sure you're sharing the show on on your social media or whatever, uh, if whatever corner of the internet you frequent. We greatly appreciate it if you uh, put it out there and let other people know about it, so we can help get more people in the Pantheon community and sort of bring you know bring all the fans into this that we can involve you know just in our fandom because that's where it gets fun it's a translate so we are that. also that's smash the like button <laughs> i'm so sorry so yeah i'm sorry to interrupt, but that, no no that's, you're right uh, well, that, that kills me so much man it's a it's a great little inside <laughs> joke it's right you nailed it so um yeah so let's uh let's just uh, embrace the gratitude for a great week and a great dev stream and lots of good conversations so desert thank you as always and to everyone out there we will see you next week. yeah have a great week everybody thank you for listening to this week's episode of the pantheon plus rewind pantheon plus is not affiliated with visionary realms 
be sure to check out our Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube channels under the name Pantheon Plus. You can follow Theric at Pantheon Theric on Twitter, and Desrin at Desrin Does also on Twitter. And you can stay up to date with all things Pantheon at www.pantheon.plus. Until next time, cheers, and thanks for listening.